thank you for listening. My name is Ho Jun Yoon, and this is Medicine on the Way. When the night has come and the land is dark and the moon is the old. Today's topic is heparin induced thrombocytopenia. Heparin induced thrombocytopenia, or as known as HIT, occurs when IgG antibodies adhere to heparin platelet factor 4. The antibodies then bind platelets, activating them as well. Platelet activation results in thrombocytopenia and a prothrombotic state. You may think low platelet would decrease the likelihood of forming thrombus. However, HIT actually creates prothrombotic state by forming complexes of IgG antibodies, heparin platelet factor 4, and platelets. Heparin-induced thrombocytopenia affects about 3% of those after receiving unfractionated heparin and less than 1% after low molecular weight heparin. Because of the prothrombotic nature of heparin-induced thrombocytopenia, bleeding usually does not occur. So patients are, in general, asymptomatic. However, thrombosis can be detected in up to 50% of patients up to 30 days after you diagnose heparin-induced thrombocytopenia. You can suspect heparin-induced thrombocytopenia when a new-onset thrombocytopenia is presented within 5 to 10 days of exposure to heparin. And it's really important to know that 50% reduction or more from the baseline platelet count is typical in heparin-induced thrombocytopenia. The diagnosis can be confirmed with a positive platelet factor 4 heparin antibody ELISA test or functional assays such as serotonin release assay or both. Treatment should be initiated as soon as the diagnosis of heparin-induced thrombocytopenia is suspected even before the results of lab testing is available. First, all forms of heparin should be stopped. Then, duplex Doppler ultrasound of the lower extremity should be done to rule out deep vein thrombosis. And remember, heparin-induced thrombocytopenia creates a pro-thrombotic state. Even with low platelet count in heparin-induced thrombocytopenia, platelet transfusions are rarely necessary. Because of the occurrence of thrombosis among heparin-induced thrombocytopenia patients, a direct thrombin inhibitor such as ergotropin should be given immediately. This direct thrombin inhibitor or ergotropin is continued until the platelet count increases back to at least 100,000. After the platelet is increased to the goal level, a vitamin K antagonist, for instance, warfarin, can be started. Argotrobin, or the direct thrombin inhibitor, should be continued until the therapeutic level of the anticoagulation is achieved with the vitamin K antagonist, 
and the therapeutic level is typically INR of 2.0 to 3.0. Warfarin is contraindicated as initial. Now don't be confused as an initial treatment because it may worsen hypercoagulability during the early stage of the treatment. However, later on, warfarin is given for at least 30 days to decrease risk of thrombosis even after the platelet count has recovered. If thrombosis occurs, for instance, you find a DVT after diagnosing heparin-induced thrombocytopenia, anticoagulation should continue for three to six months. For those diagnosed with heparin-induced thrombocytopenia, heparin should be avoided in the future. If heparin is absolutely needed for a procedure, it should be withheld until platelet factor 4 heparin antibodies are no longer detectable by the ELISA test. From that point on, heparin use should be limited to the shortest time period possible.